And I'm back, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I just wanted to say, welcome back, y'all. <laughs> I have no idea where I got that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a reference for it, but I have no idea where I got that. But anyway, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to Make That Make Sense yet again. Look at you, Pikachu. Look at you showing love. When you show love, love comes back to you. I see you and it's appreciated. Preach. Rest in peace, young Dolph. Because that really put a damper on my day today. So I just had to say that. All right. So last week we talked about self-doubt and I gave y'all the rundown on who I am. And if this is your first time tuning in, this is Bridget Nicole. Go back to episode one. We ain't doing that this episode. (laughs) But this week, I don't want to get too deep for the intro, as my LS would say. I want to keep it light, fun, but factual. You see, I'm a Scorpio, baby, and it's still Scorpio season, all right? Get into it. And we Scorpios, we deal with the facts, okay? And that's why people don't like us, because we can tell you the truth with a straight face. And you're looking at us all sad and concerned, and I'm just being honest with you and giving you the truth, because the truth shall set you free. But speaking of truths... In case you never told yourself, not in case someone never told you, but in case you never told yourself, check your ego. Yep. Check your ego. Like, I truly try to move about this life being non-judgmental of others because who am I to judge anyone? But one thing I do not have the patience for is an adult who cannot check their ego. Like, this is, like, vital for being a grown-ass, mature-ass adult who can have sustainable relationships, whether it be someone in your family, your friend, or your significant other. If you cannot check your ego, oh, honey, you've got problems. You got problems. I can't be friends with people like that. I'm not judging you, but I just know me and myself and my energy and the way that I talk to people, which is honestly and with respect— I just know that I can't be friends with people like that. It's hard to work with people like that. I rarely root for people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I've just, I've seen enough people who are 30 plus years old and still cannot check their own ego. And it's like, most of these people have a drama filled life. Why? Because they can't check their own ego. Like, seriously, buckle down, buddy. Buckle down. Make that make sense because... Some people will have me truly perplexed, scratching my head like, what is not clicking for you? If two plus two is four, <laughs> like, if Johnny got three apples, God dang, what is it? And then I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I see, I see. You only bought the trial version of being an adult. You forgot to subscribe and actually grow the fuck up. That's what it was. Okay, now I understand. Now I understand I need to exit this conversation and leave because this is this is like talking to a brick wall now. And I'm wasting my time and valuable energy on someone who does not have the maturity to to hold a conversation and get to a resolution if there is a resolution. I just, I don't like wasting my time. I don't. I don't like wasting my time, whether that be with people, 
task, whatever the case may be, you're not going to waste my time, especially if you're one of those people who cannot see the value in being able to check your own ego. They're called growing pains for a reason, y'all. I mean, it's humbling, okay? It is very humbling. Checking your ego is some boss-ass shit, okay? Being able to check your own ego, that is so healthy. That is so mature of you. And on a man, oh my God, that is so sexy. Because a lot of people can't. No, a lot of people do not have the humility and the maturity to check their own ego. And it's it's exhausting being friends with people like that. It's draining being friends with people like that because I don't mind telling you about yourself. I really don't. I try not to because I have compassion for people. And again, I'm not out here judging anyone. But in order for me, in order for me to be friends with you, oh no, I'm gonna need you to check your ego. I'm gonna need you to because I can't water down the truth for you. And nor do I want to always be telling you about yourself. Like when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I'm going to be the first one to say that shit. But I need people in my life who can also admit their wrongs and be and be ready to say, you know what? That was wrong and make the necessary adjustments. I had a friend come to me and was like, you know what? I don't like when you do this to me. And my immediate response in my head was, you know, people are so sensitive and no one gets me. That was my immediate response in my head but literally like a millisecond afterwards I was like you know what pause (laughs) okay let's let's pause bitch and I was like really check your ego like I literally said that self said that to myself in my head because I'm like this is your friend and let's also remember you don't have a lot of them girl because you don't like people (laughs) like you don't like people so I apologize I filed a note in my head to just moving forward so I wouldn't continue to make the same mistakes. And that's it. That's it, y'all. Problem solved. Because that's what mature adults do. But you motherfuckers who can't check your ego, no. Y'all know how to do that. Y'all lack the humility and the maturity. So you often make small problems bigger than what they should be because you can't check your ego. Now, what kind of sense does that make? That's why I get annoyed when people can't check their ego because... It really ain't got to be that deep. Like, it's it's nine times out of ten, it's not that deep. But most of the time, people who can't check themselves seem to always be offended by the truth. Mm, truth hurts, doesn't it? Yeah, sorry. And it, it's just not that deep to me. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I own it. I apologize. I make the necessary changes. And I grow from it. Why? Because... I'm 35 plus years old and that shit just ain't cute if you can't do that. It's just not cute, ladies. It's not cute. Fellas, it's not cute on y'all either. I don't care if you got a dick. Learn how to check your ego. Or, you know, just watch people walk out of your life. (laughs) Because I promise you, no one wants to be around that energy. It's draining. It's exhausting. And it's immature. And the older you get, your patience for immaturity is just, it really don't exist. Not for no grown ass adults. But anywho, enough of that. Let me tell y'all why we really here today. Starts with the hen and ends with a C. Hennessy. Hennessy, y'all. Hennessy cognac. That's why we're here today. Ill, ill, ill. I want to understand. I want to dig in. I want to deep dive. I truly want to understand why the black community... 
my God, we are in a, the strongest chokehold, the longest chokehold known to man with Hennessy Cognac. And I want to understand because let me be crystal clear. I am not a fan of Hennessy. It is so gross to me, but I truly want to, I want to understand why black people, my people are so in love with the Hennessy. And I mean black people from all different backgrounds, black people from all different tax brackets, the educated, the hood, the sedity, the Jack and Jill. Why y'all continuously prefer and choose? Y'all know how I'm about choices. Y'all choose Hennessy over other quality cognacs. And I want to know, help me understand. Make that make sense, please. Because I really don't understand it, y'all. And the key word there is choose. That's the key word, people, because it's most definitely a conscious choice. And baby, I got to make that make sense for my own sanity once and for all. Because I promise every time I see y'all willingly, willingly drinking Hennessy, I just ask why. Like, do they not love themselves? Did someone hurt them? There's better heartbreak cognacs out there. Trust me, I know. I drink them. I'm just, I'm not judging. I just don't understand the appeal. So let me give y'all a very brief history lesson because Hennessy truly has had a chokehold on the black community for decades. And and that's a fact. So back in World War One and World War Two, you know, over in France, because that's where Hennessy is French cognac. And, you know, that should really tell us all we need to know, because I wasn't impressed by the food in France. So why would I be impressed by their cognac? Sorry to my Parisians. Sorry. But anywho, black artists and creatives and soldiers were introduced to it over in France because my people were treated better over there than in the States, which is not surprising because this is America with a triple K. But, you know, the artists were treated better over there, like artists like Josephine Baker. And um, so, you know, they're out in the clubs in France. They're drinking Hennessy. They're having a good time while being black and they enjoying it with some Hennessy, you know, and When you think about when you're out in the club and stuff now, you do have your preferred drink that you go to. I hope it's not Hennessy, but I know it is for y'all ratchets. It's not for me, but you do have your preferred drink that you go to. So just imagine them back in the day, enjoying themselves, being artists and living their life and they're living it with Hennessy. So, you know, okay, that makes sense to me. Now, as for the soldiers, apparently the French communities, I guess, thanking them for their part in the war. They provided Hennessy to them as like thank you gifts. So it started in France truly decades ago. So I can't fault y'all completely for being so in love with the hen dog. I can't. I just want y'all to be delivered from it. And even though Hennessy truly is disgusting to me, and I'm really not exaggerating when I say disgusting, it is it's nasty. I've got to applaud them because they saw the value in black consumers before anyone else did. They understood the assignment, as they say on the TikToks. <laughs> Damn, I sound like somebody auntie. But no, like they understood the assignment. They they saw the value in the black dollar when it came to being a business that was not, you know, a black business. They understood. And when I did some further research on them, oh, okay, y'all really understand. Because they was the first to be a corporate sponsor for the NAACP. They were the first to advertise in Ebony and Jet 
And I don't know about y'all, but back in the day, honey, I was picking up that Ebony and Jet and Essence magazine every month. Am I the only one that wanted to be a Jet Beauty of the Week? Because I promise, the Jet Beauties of the Week. Although I don't ever remember seeing any curvy girls on there. I could be wrong, though. But the Jet Beauty of the Week, Instagram models ain't got shit on her. The original. She is the original. We're getting off track. But anywho, my point is, Hennessy, they've, they've put their time in the black community. So, again, that further explains why we continue to consume it so much on some real shit i can't even really drag hennessy and like well i mean i wasn't really coming on here to drag hennessy in the first place i'm really just trying to understand why y'all continue to put that in your body however i can't drag them because when it comes to the black community the consumers in the black community oh they've done their job they they hired a black man as a vp in the 70s on an executive level Oh, niggas getting executive level jobs in the 70s at big companies like Hennessy? That's kind of a big deal. You know, their advertisement to us, it wasn't stereotypical. They did not show black people in an unsavory way. They show black people being black. They show black people living in luxury because black people been living in luxury. We live in more in luxury now, but they was doing that in the 70s. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta, you gotta, you gotta tip your head off to that. Like that's, all right, I see you, you know? And you know, honestly, you know what, to Hennessy, I want to say, Thank you. Thank you for one, our business, when the American whites did not. But your product is not smooth, Hennessy. That's why we're here today, because your product is not smooth. It's harsh. It's harsh. Matter of fact, it's harsh and disrespectful, like the hot breath of a guy in the club who will not move around. Sir, please get out of my face. Please get out of my face. My nose is offended. My face is offended. Everything coming at me right now is offensive. And why? I guarantee you they've been on that Hennessy. They've been drinking that Hennessy because Hennessy invokes a different kind of courage in y'all. People start drinking Hennessy and swear to God, they think they God almighty. And they more like mighty mouse. But I get it, y'all. I do. I'm not judging you for drinking Hennessy. And now that I understand the history of Hennessy... I still don't understand why the hell y'all choose to drink that shit. <laughs> like, come on. Like, I respect my ancestors. I honor my ancestors. And our ancestors, in a way, gave us Hennessy. But our ancestors also gave us chitlins. And I'm never eating that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to take everything our ancestors gave us. Hennessy and chitlins can be excluded. Respectfully. We've evolved as a people. You know, our tastes have changed. There are better cognacs available, is what I'm getting at. Hell, if you want to keep it black, try some Doucet, okay? At least it will not set your chest on fire when you take a shot of it. But you know, I also want to take this time to address the restaurants out there who continue to disrespect the margarita recipe by putting Hennessy in her. (laughs) How rude of you. How disrespectful of you. Margarita is not a recipe that needs a Hennessy variation. Okay, margarita does not need saving. Hennessy needs saving because what the hell can you put in that shit to make it taste good? You got to put a soda. You got to put a juice. You got to put some grenadine. You got to put all this different shit in Hennessy. And all you got is a sugary ass drink with some nasty ass cognac in it. Leave margarita out of this is what I'm saying. Okay, I'm gonna hop off my Hennessy soapbox because I know a lot of y'all still love Hennessy despite 
anything that I say. And that's fine. That really is fine. You like what you like. I just want to encourage the black community to try some different cognacs. That's all. Or don't. I respect your decision to drink your nasty ass Hennessy. Just respect my decision to spark up a blunt instead, to be honest with you. I'm talking about all this alcohol. I don't even drink alcohol like that. (laughs) But don't come to my function with no Hennessy. Mm -mm. Don't do that. Please don't do that. You know, I just feel like Hennessy is, Hennessy is the baby of cognacs. That's what Hennessy is to me right now. Y'all, y'all, did y'all see how the baby was all over live this week with Danny Lee acting a plum fool, doing the god darn most? That's what Hennessy is to me right now. Hennessy is the baby of cognacs, and you deserve better than that. Oh my God, you deserve so much better than that. I just want the black community to experience better cognacs than Hennessy. That's all. And I know some of y'all. Some of y'all do debate if you're going to get the Hennessy next time when you go out. You do debate if you're going to go pick up the Hennessy at the store. And for those of you who are wondering if you're going to choose Hennessy next time, I say to you, I say to you, the moment you start to wonder if you deserve better, you do, boo. You do. All right, y'all, I'm out. Stay thriving. Stay surviving. See y'all same time next week.